Good morning, good morning. This is Brenda Shoshana Eshen, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Good morning. What a beautiful day. Crisp, sunny autumn. Everything in front of us. New season, new era maybe. New breath, (laughs) new day, a new day. And I'm delighted to be here with you, sharing the heart of Zen practice and how it can enter every aspect of our life, of our day, how it is actually every aspect of our day. There's actually no separation in Zen practice between a good day, a bad day, a wonderful practitioner, a beginner, We're all beginners again and again and again in truth and in practice. Every time we take another breath, we're starting again. And and Zen practice actually points out very strongly that one of the dangers is that we think we've gotten somewhere. We've got it. We know it. We're smart. We can teach everybody else something. No, that's not the the heart of practice. We can share with others what we have experienced, of course. And that's always beneficial when we share honestly and truthfully. But but just as another practitioner. You know, what I wanted to talk about today was based on a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little Zen poem, which just, and usually they're very short, a few sentences, a few words. Even, even one word is enough. Everything is pared down to the essence. And then we can get it directly. We don't go rolling on and on and endless digressions and questions and end up intellectualizing. No, we just, a few words, a few moments, we get it. Anyway, this poem says, A traveler, let me be known thus. This autumn evening, I always loved, loved that poem. Because people say, who are you? What are you? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And this poem says, a traveler. Let me be known thus. Know me as a traveler. And then it includes this autumn evening. And that's so beautiful. Here we are, this, is, this autumn morning today is an autumn morning, but this autumn evening, meaning my trip may be coming toward an end. It's autumn. Autumn, then winter. The end of the year, autumn. Days grow shorter, cooler, and the leaves begin to fall from the trees. Now, that's not in the poem. I'm just talking now about the poem. Autumn. The autumn of the year. In a way, autumn is a time of fruition also. The hot summer, the blossoms, the flowers, it can look like things are, the leaves are getting bare. Leaves are falling. It can look like a time of hibernation, getting ready for winter. Colder, gets dark earlier. But in Zen, the darkness is included. Our journey, a traveler, this person's on a journey And they've come to the autumn of their journey to a certain point in the year or perhaps in their life. 
And of course, none of us know how long our life will be. Could be the autumn for all of us. We don't know where, when, how, but we are all on a journey. This is what Zen is telling us. We are travelers. And that's such an important and beautiful, beautiful, important point. Because we think that we, 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 this is our home. We'll be here forever. <laughs> we belong here. This is mine. It's not yours. It's mine. That's what we think toward our fellow travelers. All of us fellow travelers. Wow. If you viewed everyone who you met as a fellow traveler, I promise you, <laughs> your relationships would be so different, so beautiful, so precious. This is just a fellow traveler along the road, how knows how long it'll be till that person comes to the end of their journey or until the, until our paths might have to go in different directions, which travelers can sometimes meet up for a while along a pathway, enjoy their time together very much or not, but let's say they do traveling along and then they maybe it's the end of one traveler's journey or maybe they have to part and go in different directions. But then there's great sorrow, grief, feeling of anger, loss, betrayal even. I thought this trip was forever. I thought we'd always be going along the same road together, together, together. No, 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 no. That's not what it means to be a traveler. It means there's this, this trip, <laughs> this world, this experience is transient. It's transient. It's happening. We go through many things on our trip, but, it, but we keep moving along. Now, sometimes we don't realize that we're moving along our day by day, our road. We may be coming closer to our destination. We don't realize we're our travelers. We don't realize sometimes we're moving along. Or time, another way to say that we don't realize that time is passing. We think We'll be here forever. And sometimes we even think we're stuck. Oh, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go now. I don't know how to move along. I don't know how to take the next step. You hear that a lot. I'm confused. Which road to take? Maybe we come to a crossroads. And we don't know. We don't know where to go now. Well, that's a very interesting point in our, in our, we're still travelers anyway, even though we don't know. And believe it or not, we're still moving along, even though we don't realize it. By which I mean time is still passing on our journey and coming closer to the end, to the destination. And even though we may not budge, <laughs> we may be just stopped on that spot in the road, waiting for guidance or just wait or not willing to move along, it, the journey's still moving along. You're just not, some, some of us at certain points, probably all of us, at certain points just don't want to follow any road. We don't want to go anywhere. We don't want to go any further. All kinds of things happen on this journey. Very, very, very fascinating. One of the great Zen teachers, Uchiyama, uses a similar kind of metaphor in a way, when he speaks about our practice as if we're being, we're on a train, <laughs> taking a journey, taking a trip. We're on a journey, our life. We're on a train, taking a trip. And as we go along, he said, just 
when he talks about practice, he says, just stay on the train. Don't get off. He's talking about practice now. He's encouraging us to continue, continue the practice. And he's saying, don't get off. He says, sometimes on the train, we have, we have a passengers who are sitting with us that we really enjoy their company. And that makes the ride so much more pleasant. And then when they get off, we want to get off. Or we're upset with the trip. He said, no, no, just keep your seat. Keep going. Don't get off. Whatever happens on that journey. He said, some passengers get tr- keep looking out the window. They don't want to look. They don't want to keep their mind on the journey, on themselves in the train. They'll keep looking at the scenery. They get caught by the scenery very often. If the scenery is horrible, they're going through a hard time, maybe. Difficult scenery. They they want it. They, they they just want to. They're very frightened. They're upset. They're upset. Or if the scenery is too beautiful, and, and it can become seductive, enticing, and they want to run off the train to be with the scenery. I'm I'm hearing these sirens. I'm so sorry. They'll pass in a moment. That's part of our scenery right now because I'm sitting on the cushion as I do this. Welcome to Manhattan. <laughs> anyway, these passengers get, they get caught by beautiful scenery and they, they, they can't continue their ride. They run off and they get all entangled in the scenery. That's a very interesting image too. And Uchiyama is telling us, no, 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 keep just stay on the train. Keep your practice going. Keep your life going. No matter what comes along, beautiful scenery, horrible scenery, a good, a good person next to you in the seat to drive along with on the train or perhaps no one or perhaps someone you don't like. We're talking now, of course, about relationships. Of course, whatever conditions come along along your journey and your trip, it's so helpful to remember that you're a traveler. You, you, these conditions are not permanent. They're not who you are. They don't define you. They're just part of your journey. And they're inevitable. They're inevitable. And they will pass. As you pass along in the train or on the road or however you're traveling, conditions have to change. They have to pass along and, and morph and become different. So a beautiful, beautiful koan here, a beautiful question in teaching is, we have to say, well, who, first of all, I would say, who is this traveler moving along? I love that so much. Who, who, who's the traveler moving along? Who are you? What is your trip about? What, where did your journey begin? <laughs> What is your destination? Where are you going? Where are you headed? It's very important to know where we're headed if we want to, if we get confused maybe at a crossroad and we don't know what, what road to take next. But where are you going? What is the purpose of your journey? What is the direction of your journey? Once you, once you know that you're a traveler and that autumn comes and, of course, winter comes, once you know that you, and spring, of course, and all the different beautiful seasons, 
But once you know that you're a traveler, it changes the, the flavor of your life itself. This is a trip I'm on, a journey. And you know, each traveler, even though we may have many friends, may have sangha, community, spiritual community, children, husbands, wives, friends, partners, whatever, whomever, whatever, comes to accompany you, fundamentally, it's our trip. And nobody <laughs> is coming to, with us once it's over. Very important and gentle point. It's not a harsh point. It might seem very alarming. It's not. It reminds us that we, it's our trip. We're taking a journey. And we must get to know not only the journey, but the one who is taking it. It's very easy. There's a lot of different scenery and a lot of our relationships can become scenery, the scenery of our lives. They're beautiful. It's important. They spice up the day. They make us laugh. They make us happy. They make us feel that we're not alone on this journey. And in one sense, of course, we're never alone on the journey. In another sense, absolutely alone. It's our journey. We can't blame another if we get very lost on the way. It's okay to get lost on the way. It's, that's another big part of Zen practice. Everybody gets lost on the way. You can't get lost, really. It's just part of the journey to experience something different along the road. I love this metaphor. I love this because it changes the way we receive each step and each new part of the journey and the way we are able to deal with the parts of the journey that end. Sometimes the road ends and we have to take a turn. Or someone we were going with takes another turn. They can't help it. That's their journey. We don't have the same journey exactly as anyone else. Even though it seems like we do sometimes for a long, long time. You know, I was very, had the great joy and blessing to, to be a part of a really profoundly, in my experience, wonderful Sangha, Zen community in the very early, still now, of course, we're still all together, but in a very different way. In the early days, it was the way conditions were on all of our journeys. We, boom, we were all, there we were all together in the Zendo almost every day. We all also just happened to live within a few blocks of each other. It was a very special time. And we all were starting, well, some had started a year or so before, but we'd all just started this wonderful new practice and loved it and couldn't get enough of it. We were there a lot. And it was really a, a, a home within a home of a very unusual kind. And we really, really loved each other. It was this, as if it was some kind of an amazing family coming together after centuries. That's how it felt. It was just a very unique time. We were very, very close. We supported each other in the practice. We encouraged. We really, it was really a unique time and wonderful. And of course, I thought that would last forever. We all think that that's going to last. It was so wonderful. Of course, nothing can last forever. The configuration had to change. Things happen along everybody's journey. And, and, and they evolved and and transformed, and this happened, and that happened, and that's why people write books, novels, about the different journeys and stories. But some left, not too many, 
But that original group, not too many left to practice. Now it must be 50 years, 49, 50 years. Those of us who are still alive, many of us are practicing, practicing still. But that's not the point. The point is... Maybe we wouldn't, maybe we we'll, haven't seen each other or can't or won't see each other again. Who knows? Um, but I still feel that we are so together. That's my point on our journey. When people go into whatever direction their lives or their journeys take them and that bond is created, it's there and it accompanies you along the way. So even though you may seem as if you're walking alone, you're not. Everyone who has walked with you is still there in a different form right now. A traveler, they're traveling. Traveling and yet still together, inevitably. So there are two things we have to learn. Men, of course, many more than two, but two things, which is the process of journeying alone. And who is this one traveling? Well, and making a big connection with the traveler knowing the traveler, knowing where, where they're going, and also allowing the incredible changes that life and the journeys, everyone's journey, inevitably brings. Oh, I'm so sorry. More of these New York City sirens. <laughs> okay. A little more this morning than usual. That's part of my journey and part of, and part of the scenery. See, it's a very nice way to take life. Because we don't cling to it. We know it's just passing scenery and it's coming and leaving. And that's it. So let me wish you a beautiful, beautiful day. And the URL for the website is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you want to contact me, you can at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Okay, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.